Now on to the report. Welcome back to Reborn Report. I'm Don Pfeiffer. And I'm DJ Pfeiffer. Well, today, DJ, we're going to wrap up our series about God's will to heal. We've been talking about, last week, we were talking about the fact that we are redeemed from the curse of the law. And And whether redemption includes healing or not. Exactly. We saw that it does, and we found out what that curse of the law contained a lot of Sickness and disease. Every every sickness that isn't even recorded in the book, it said. Exactly. And we're redeemed from it. And we, did, we, we actually went into details and descriptions of what that redemption includes. So today I want to talk a little bit more about the curse and then wrap up our series on God's will to heal. Now, the curse of the law had three major components to it. Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. And that's all described in the second half of... Deuteronomy chapter 28, we mm-hmm. saw that. Yep. Spiritual death was the first curse to come upon mankind. Uh, DJ, read about it in Genesis 2.17, that one verse. Genesis 2.17. You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Wow. Now, Adam didn't die physically that day, did he? No. Adam lived for hundreds of years afterwards. However, he did die spiritually. For the first time, man was aware of his physical body. Up until that point, Adam didn't even know that he was naked. Right, exactly. At the moment he sinned, he stepped out of life and into death. Spiritual death is not ceasing to exist. Spiritual death is the absence of the life of God in you. Mm, Makes sense. Man had become separated from the life of God. And for the first time, he had become aware of sin and death. He knew that he was naked. Yeah. DJ, read in the New Testament now in Romans chapter 5, verses 14 and verse 17. Still everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey an explicit command of God, as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ, who was yet to come. Now, skipping down to 17. Mm -hmm. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Oh, thank God for that. Thank God for Jesus. Uh, We said last week, uh, not only do we get heaven, we get blessings for this life and redemption for this life. Yeah, exactly. Now, death dominated man's body, his soul, and his spirit from the time of Adam all the way through Moses. And sickness and disease and death now had dominion over man, didn't it? Yeah, we know that the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. Even for us today. But the Word of God also tells us that sin has no more dominion or dominance over us. DJ, read what it says in Romans 6. Just move up a chapter and verse 14. Sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Now go up to verse 23. 
For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Isn't it funny how all the Bible agrees? Yeah. So the curse of the law can no longer dominate us, no longer dominate man. We have been redeemed from it. However, we need to realize that we have to receive this free gift and acknowledge its dominance. Because if we don't let righteousness dominate us, it won't, and sin will right. by default. Yep. And with sin comes death. 1 Corinthians 15.34 says, Awake to righteousness and do not sin, for some do not have the knowledge of God. If we don't wake up to righteousness, we allow sin to dominate us, and it will dominate us, like I said, by default. Mm -hmm. That's what we're born into. Right. It's our nature. And God will not override our free will to stop it from happening. However, this is my point, and it makes my ca our case that it is God's will for you to be healed today. Sin no longer has the right, the spiritual legal right, to dominate us. Exactly. Romans chapter 8, verse 2 says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. Praise God for that. Aren't you glad about that? That's yeah. awesome. I don't think we realize that. Now, there are two spiritual laws that are mentioned in that verse that you just read. Yeah. The law of sin and death and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, right? Exactly. It's important to understand that these two laws are in effect whether we know it or not, mm -hmm. whether we realize it or not. The wages of sin is always death. But when we acknowledge the redemptive work of Christ and make him Lord of our life with our thoughts and our deeds, we give God the spiritual legal permission that he needs to use his power to affect the law of the spirit of life in mm. us through Christ. That's the good news of the gospel. We are now in Christ Jesus, if you're a Christian, and this law is in effect. And the more you're aware of it, the more you can walk in it. We have to renew our minds to these truths to prove the word of God true. When we read that the word of God declares that sin has no more dominion over us, like you said previously, then it doesn't. Exactly. God's word states that we can renew our minds to his word and prove his word to be true. It says exactly that in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Let me turn there. We read it before. I think it's worth reading again. Yeah. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. That's awesome. It's so simple, yet it's so hard, because it's not something we naturally are born into. Right, exactly. To understand this, renewing our mind is an ongoing process. It doesn't just happen when you get saved. No, it's a continual and ongoing process that never ends, because it's different than what we're born into. Right. And so we have to stay close to God's word for it to develop and so it can happen for us, right? The more we learn and understand about Jesus and his ministry, the more we can have, uh, to more opportunity we have to bring our minds and our bodies under subjection to his word. Mm -hmm. And it's only then 
that we start to allow this law of life that you talked about to dominate us. And then it will override the law of sin and death, right? right? Yeah, First John 4, 4 says, Greater is he in me than he who is in the world. There's a perfect example of it. Perfect verse, DJ. It's only when we truly awake unto righteousness, as the word says, that we start to become aware of the fact of who we really are and what we have been reconciled unto God through Jesus Christ. Right. The word of God tells us to Awaken, wake up, be aware of who and what you are in Christ Jesus. You have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Righteousness is an old English word meaning to be in right standing with God. Mm -hmm. We have been redeemed, spirit, soul, and body, made right with God. But like I said, for us to benefit from that fact, and for us to receive for our life, we have to train ourselves to think differently. Simply because, like I said, it's not natural for us. Mm-hmm. Our carnal, natural minds and bodies won't think and act this way on their own. That's why God's Word tells us to think about these things. It's the only way that we can bring and take hold of these truths and learn to walk in them and then let life have dominion over death. DJ, read about it in Philippians 4, I think it's 8 and 9. I think it says something like that. It says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you have learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. Oh, that's great. We have to make a conscious decision to think about these things because our natural minds will always tell us we don't deserve it right. or we're unworthy or we've done this wrong or we don't qualify. We're not good enough. Exactly. Yet the word of God tells us that we are the righteousness of God in Christ. It's not because of who we are, it's because of who Jesus is and what Jesus did. Exactly. Jesus took our sin and every rotten, evil, life-stealing thing that's associated with it. So our worthiness, our redemption, and our healing is in and through Jesus Christ. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Philippians 2.5 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, do you suppose that, DJ, that there was any sickness or any kind of disease or depression in the mind of Christ? I don't think so. No. (laughs) And it certainly would be a real stretch for anyone to imagine there was. So if you start to dwell and meditate on these Bible truths we have talked about, it will change your life from the inside out. That's right. Psalm 107.1 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Wow. And verse 2 goes on to say, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, who has redeemed us from the hand of the enemy. And skipping down to verse 20, it goes on to say, God sent his word, and his word healed them. (laughs) If we don't acknowledge it, and declare it, we will never come to the realization of it. Remember, the power of life and death is in the tongue. The Lord is willing 
and telling us in his word how to live victorious. We have to say, I am redeemed. The Bible says, let the redeemed say so. Right. And know this, you will never, ever rise above the confession of your lips, of your faith, what you say. Proverbs 18.21 says, the power of life and death are in the tongue, just like I said. If we confess doubt and unbelief, if we talk that way, we will certainly get what we say. The Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth mm. speaks. Think about it. Our heart won't have an abundance of righteousness and faith for healing in it if we don't put it in there by dwelling and meditating on what God's word declares. Exactly. You're not going to get it through osmosis. <laughs> no. Like I said, it's like chicken little. It's not going to fall the sky right. and hit you in the head. Yeah. It's really awesome when you think about the fact that we have God's permission and his command to speak this fact. We are redeemed. And we should declare it every opportunity we get. It will help us develop a consciousness of right standing with our loving Heavenly Father. You're absolutely right, DJ. But if we don't act on it, it won't do us any good. Our prayer life will be nothing more than a religious hope. Or like I said a couple of weeks ago, a full court shot air ball of hope. Well, it'll be inconsistent at best, wishful thinking and hoping for it to happen, right? Yep. And if you're honest with yourselves, if we're honest, that doesn't work for anybody, does it? I mean, I, I can certainly testify. I've done that myself for many, yep, many me years yep. of my Christian life. That kind of religious way of acting doesn't work. Matter of fact, it discourages you. Yeah, it makes you get hard on yourself, get and, legalistic. And, and you start thinking that the Bible isn't real and God's not true. And it's just because of your lack of knowledge, it's your lack of faith. revelation faith. Mm -hmm. And you're trying just to be religious. Revelation faith that pleases God and produces results has to be developed in us by and through the truth that is in God's words. The problem is we're woefully ignorant of God's word. And I don't mean to criticize anybody. I take, I'm putting that on myself as, as well. We need to know God's word better. We need to, as stated in 1 Corinthians 15.34, awaken, rise up to who and what you are in Christ, and then walk in the gracious reality that we are the redeemed, the sons and daughters, like we saw last week, of our awesome creator God. Praise him. Thank you, Jesus. Man, the Bible tells us to awaken a lot, doesn't it? It sure does. Maybe that should be the title of this episode, Wake Up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can title it that if you want. <laughs> DJ, I have a little poem that I'd like to recite. Uh, it goes right along with uh, this topic of God's will to heal. It kind of goes like this. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law as he hung on that shameful tree. And all that is worse that's contained in that curse, Jesus has set me free. For poverty, I have wealth. For sickness, I have health, since Jesus has ransomed me. Christ paid the price for the broken law. He paid the whole price for me. And God saw not one blemish, not one spot in that lamb that was slain for me. So do not abide in those ancient days where the lamb was slain. And take for yourself that which is freely given as heaven and join 
in the glad, or I'm sorry, join in the glad refrain, I am redeemed. Hmm. That's the biblical Bible truth. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. <laughs> and it's the good news of the gospel. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If healing is included in that, nobody's going to say so. Healing is included in that. It is absolutely God's will for you to be healed today. You can believe it. Not because I think so, but because God's word tells you so. If you let true Bible revelation faith like we're talking about replace your natural sense, knowledge-based type of faith, then God's joy, God's peace, God's love, God's divine healing will come to you. It's as simple as that. It's hard, yet it's simple. It's hard because it's different for us. It's simple because God does the work. Right. All we have to do is believe. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, DJ, I think we have presented our case. I believe, That's our story and we're sticking to it. That's right. I believe that we have provided plenty of biblical proof, not just our theories, ideas, and opinions now, that it is God's will for everyone to be healed today. It is established in God's word that it's his will for you to be healed just as much as it's his will for you to be saved. If you need divine healing in your life, and I believe that we all will at some point or another, whether it be cancer or some other disease, whether it be depression, worry, fear, or maybe a broken relationship with a child or your spouse, or maybe even financial problems that you're overwhelmed by. I was going to say, you're just living paycheck to paycheck. God cares for you, and it's his will for you to be healed. Jesus said, I come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. Right, exactly. Our God is a covenant God. And the covenant that he made way, way back with Abraham, he made even better for us his children, through the redemptive work of his son, Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus, we have been redeemed from the curse of the law, like we've been talking about this <laughs> oh, entire man. week and the last week. And healing is a major part of our redemption. Why? And I think we've given our Because case sickness was a major part of the curse of the law. Exactly. Psalms 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is in me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not... All his benefits. And we talked about all those benefits last week. Yeah. He forgives all your sins. He heals all your diseases, the Bible says. He, he, he redeems you from a life of destruction. Your translation said from the pit. Yeah, we, from the pit. We talked about that. We like that translation. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Wow, aren't you glad about that? Who satisfies you with good things. So that your youth is restored like the eagles. Where's the sickness? It's not there. Where's the cancer? Where's the disease? And if you go further down in that, verse 6 uh, says, The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. And we know that the devil is the oppressor. That's right. Jesus said himself, shouldn't this woman right. who Satan bound be loosed even on the Sabbath? Yeah. Jesus healed her, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's no and respecter if, of persons. And if he did it for her, he'll do it for me and he'll do it for you. Verse 17 says, The mercy of the Lord is everlasting, and his righteousness to his children's 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 children, <laughs> for those who fear him. 
He keeps his covenant with those who remember to follow his commands. Bless the Lord, O my soul. My God, you are very great. How magnificent is your name. Praise the Lord. It is God's will for you to be healed. It always has been and ever will be. But you must know what his will is. And then you must be willing to act on it in, like DJ said, revelation faith by showing God by how you act and what you say. Renewing your mind. Exactly. God will never override the free will that he gave you. You have to do, like it says in Romans 12, 2, like DJ already said, do not be conformed to the patterns and the behaviors of this world, but be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. To what? God's word. So that you may prove. You have a part to play in it. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for your life? Yeah, divine healing is not something that we mortal humans can ever fully understand. It's divine. Yeah, no matter how much how advanced medicine becomes, no matter how much science says they can prove it, our understanding, our ability is finite and limited. But God loves us, and he gave us his creative healing word. Right. He, everything he made, he made with his word. We can choose to believe it. We can choose to stand in it. We can choose to live by it, act and speak it to our life situation, to our sicknesses, to our diseases. You know, we always go to the doctor and we do everything we can medically to fight against sickness and disease, don't we, DJ? We sure do. So then why don't we do everything we can spiritually as well? Especially when God tells us in his word the prescription for divine health and our healing. Exactly. Psalm 107.20 says, he sent his word and he healed them, just like I said earlier. Exactly. And my favorite verse in the Bible, the one, that, the one verse that was the basis for my own healing, Proverbs 4.20 We've read this many times. That is God's prescription for divine healing. Yeah. It says, my son. It's instructions. Yeah. Give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. DJ, the original Hebrew word for health means medicine. Medicine. It's amazing. And, And know this. You don't have to understand the how it all works to know that it does work. Exactly. The healing is God's part, but just as important, the believing is our part. We have to believe in order for it to work. And that is the real Bible faith in action in our lives. Right. It just doesn't happen. It's not up to God. Que sera, sera. Whatever will be, will be. You right. Know? We have a role to play. Right. And that is the kind of Bible revelation faith is the only type of faith that pleases God and produces results in our lives. And we spent four weeks, five weeks yeah, talking about that. If you that. haven't seen those uh, podcasts on faith, go back because it laid the groundwork for the series yeah. on God's will to heal. Right. God's word simply cannot fail. And God guards it. He protects it. And he stands behind his word. It is the truth that can set us free. Praise God. 
It is God's will for everyone to be healed today because God says so. So now, the ball's in your court. It's up to you to show him if you believe it or not. And I believe, DJ, it's the key ingredient for people to receive healing. If the ball's in their court, I don't think they should be throwing up a full court shot of hope. Nah, they should go do a slam dunk of faith. dribble down and lay it in. Slam dunk of faith. Exactly. There you go. Well, DJ, I think we have done the best we can to show that it is God's will for all to be healed today. But in closing, I want to add this. If any of you, our listeners, have any questions about healing, please feel free to contact us. We'd like to talk to you about it. We'll be happy to discuss God's word with you or pray with you anytime. Exactly. I personally am so thankful for the ministry of a man named Jimmy Dickens. You know who he is. Mm -hmm. He helped guide me and gave me the right direction so I could receive my healing when I was sick. And now it's become our mission, my mission, and with DJ's help too, it's our mission to help others to receive their healing as well. Anyone can be healed of anything at any time because that's how great God is. So if you want to reach out to us, just message us and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Um, feel free to share anything you'd like with us. Thank you for watching and listening to Reborn Report. Um, we have our shirts. I got another shirt on today, Reborn Report shirt. You've got about 10 of them. Yeah, I'm advertising. And if you'd be so kind to buy a T-shirt or a hat, sweatshirt, maybe a coffee mug to drink your San Francisco Bay coffee out of. Or we your still water. We still haven't got sponsored from San Francisco I know. Francisco I don't Bay. know how that's possible. You <laughs> mention them every episode. It's good coffee. I like it. French roast. Well, anyway, thanks for watching and listening. Well, hey, hey, you had a poem earlier. I'm going to end with a little poem of my own. Oh, you got a poem of your own? Yeah. Okay. You ready? Yeah, you're taking me off guard. I didn't know this was coming. I want more of Jesus. More and more and more. I want more of Jesus. Wait. Than I ever had before. <laughs> you know it, huh? I know it. <laughs> I want more of Jesus, so I'm giving him more of me. I messed it up. I want more of his great love. Rich and so full rich and free. And fro- full and free. I want want more more of Jesus, Jesus, so so I'm giving him more of me. Let's start over. I want more of Jesus, more and more and more. I want more of Jesus than I've ever had before. I want more of his great love, rich and full and free. I want more of Jesus, so I'm giving him more of me. You know that. You didn't make that up like no. I made up mine. You you, you, you stole that from our friend Marty Collin. Yeah, yeah, That's he, a song he sings. He played it in our on church. Guitar. He played it in, our, in, in church. And, and he just go on. Every he goes on and on and on. Over and he over. starts stomping his feet and stomping <laughs> his guitar. Actually, Marty, slow down. You're going to break the strings right off your guitar. Hey, I remember one time he came to a church, uh, and, and he, they, they asked him to get up and play. Play what? Piano. Okay. Yeah, he plays piano, too. And he got going so hard, so fast that he broke the key. He broke some keys. Keys went flying. <laughs> it's a true story. I'll never forget. I always pick on him about it. So Marty, if you're watching this, well, we're glad to have you on our podcast. You'll never play one of my pianos. <laughs> yeah, we got to have Marty on. Yeah, he's a funny guy. He loves God and he knows the truth. And he says this: never put a question mark where God puts a period. Mm-hmm. So that's a true statement. 
And he also says he, he's glad he's not licking the potatoes from the bottom. And he says, no matter where you go, there you are. are. <laughs> so there's, there's your closing for the day. Never forget, no matter where you go, there you are. There you are. And take, grab a hold of Jesus' shirt tail. It'll only make your life better. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Please join us next week for an all new, we'll have to start a new topic. Yeah, we'll have to find I, something to I talk don't know about. what we'll be talking about, but I'm sure it'll be if good. If you have a request, if you have something that's been on your mind and you want us to speak about it, we'd be glad to answer some questions or take a topic that you guys recommend yeah, and glad to go with it. it. Glad to dive into the Word of God. Um, we don't know everything, but we'll learn as we go. So You thanks, don't know everything? Well, I know a little more than you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not really. Right, you you know a lot more than me. Hey, um, did you have another interview for another co college? Yep, yep. in Erie. You, so you're waiting to hear from them. Yep, and I it's my hope and my prayer that you get accepted there, so you don't have to go all the way to Virginia. Yeah, you want me two hours away? Well, it'd be easier to continue our podcast if that's you're, right. If you're closer than so, if pray that I get into med school. Yeah, so we can in Erie. So we continue uh, Reborn Report. Well, again. For the last time. <laughs> Thanks for watching and listening. Thanks for supporting our ministry. And uh, we love you. And uh, if you ever have any questions or concerns, feel, like CJ said, feel free to contact us. We if you know where we live, just show up and <laughs> talk to Dad. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week on Reborn Report, where the Word oh, of God go. will get you all fired up. <laughs> see you guys. Bye.